Welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by Curtis Schweitzer for Starbound. It's a 2D space explorer with procedurally generated planets. There are about six hours of music, which is amazing. And one of the best things that I like about the soundtrack is how long some of the tracks are. So Curtis really spent time to craft these tracks into an experience that would be similar to what you would uh, experience exploring planets over an extended period of time. So I thought that was really, really well done. And the music is just beautiful and consonant and uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, if you watch the YouTube video, my question to him about uh, something that's hanging above his head will make a lot more sense. He has a really nice piece of artwork uh, hanging in his studio. It's like a wood-carved audio shape, audio waveform shape. Uh, so that's what that's about. Um, a few things. We have merch. Uh, there's a link down in the show notes if you want like a Level with Emily t-shirt or coffee cup or uh, sticker, hat, onesie, all kinds of different options. So check that link down in the show notes if you want some Level with Emily merch. Also, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. You'll find the video of my chat with Curtis there. That's youtube.com slash levelwithemilyreese. Come join us on Discord. You can chat about this and other episodes. That link also down in the show notes. And if you're able to support us financially, we're at patreon.com slash level. Or you could always buy like 20,000 t-shirts or something. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Here's my chat with composer Curtis Schweitzer about his music for Starbound. kept finding more and more music, which became like overwhelming to the point where I couldn't quite listen to it all, which I'm ashamed to admit because that's usually (laughs) my number one rule. Yeah. There's like six and a half hours of it or something, right? Yeah. We released everything because I mean, anytime I've ever not released everything, I always get, you know, a million emails. (laughs) Hey, you know, where's this one on the side? So I was just like, I'll put it all on there, you know, uh, because people seem to want it. So. Yeah. Well, talk a little bit about the game itself, because the game's been out for a minute. I'm late to this party um, mm-hmm. and gratefully was tipped off by a listener that I should check out Starbound, and, and I'm so glad I did. Um, but but tell us a little bit about the game itself, and then we'll get into the music and all that stuff. Yeah, the game is a uh, like a 2D side-scroller. Um, it, uh, it, it's, it uses a lot of procedural generation, so um, its big claim to fame is, you know, it has... 14 quintillion planets or something like that um, that you can go to because everyone is generated on the fly when you go to visit it. So um, it's kind of a, uh, a, 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 I would guess an adventure action-y. It kind of reminds a lot of people, I get the comparison a lot of Terraria, if anybody's ever played that, um, but with more of like a sci-fi twist. Um, and then, like I said, the procedural generation where you kind of like everything is procedurally generated. The planet you go to is all the, you know, caves underground, sort of Minecraft style. All the monsters are all sort of built from this amalgamation of parts that they have in the game. 
and yeah, that's that's kind of the overview of it. And they've got like a, you know, like a campaign that kind of goes takes you through all the different biomes and 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 places to go. And um, yeah, so with a uh, with uh, fourteen quintillion planets, you know, you have to, you know, I felt like maybe we needed a, quite a lot of music because uh, <laughs> it's a it's a pretty broad broad game. So yeah, and you can kind of do a lot of things at your own pace, right? Yes, yes, it's very. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Minecraft in that way, that you can kind of just progress at your own level. You can stop and build a farm or a big giant house or whatever you want to do before you move on to the next thing. So Yeah, that's kind of how I ended up doing my Minecraft years, was, uh, yes. which I had to pull the plug on dramatically because I was playing it on every device in every location I ever visited. So I needed to like <laughs> stop doing that. But, uh, easy to do. It's so easy to do, but I love I love the ability to kind of direct your own situation in a game. You're like, no, I just really just want to build this house for the next few weeks. It's yes. Like, why? Exactly. But because it's great. It's fun. Yeah, because it's part you of know? the fun. Yeah. And and of course, your music accompanies that very beautifully. And uh, you know, some some of these tracks on the soundtrack, you really went all in and spent time constructing like a full you know, eight minute, 15 minute, 20 minute experience in each of these places, which is really great to see on a soundtrack. Tell me a little bit about that decision. Yeah, well, we knew, I knew Starbound was going to be a, a sort of, I guess, what it's called is like the playlist style of music. Um, we weren't going to do dynamic music that, you know, sort of was combined on the fly. We talked about it originally. We thought about trying to do maybe like a procedural music sort of idea, mm-hmm. but we decided eventually, well, let's just stick to what we're good at and we'll do a playlist style. And because of that, again, it's a really big game. I felt like you needed kind of big tracks, you know, if you're going to do that. At the time, I was—I I, I sort of have always had kind of a minimalist streak in me. So, um, you know, music of like Philip Glass and and uh, John Adams in his earlier years. I guess he's sort of moved away from it, but um, uh, that kind of thing. So, so there's a lot of really minimalist music that sort of really relies on that kind of hypnotic idea of you know these cellular cells that develop over time. Um, <clears throat> And that turned out working pretty worked out pretty well for the soundtrack. So um, it gave me a lot of a, a lot of space to do a lot of different things. There's a lot, so many different things in the game. I mean, there's everything from you know crazy militant ape culture people all the way up to wild west uh, supernova stuff. You know, or, or uh, what are they called? The Nova, Nova Kids? Yeah, they're like a so there's just this huge range of what you could do from like even just a genre perspective. So that gave me a lot of breadth to sort of try out different things.
definitely some of those tracks do have that kind of hypnotism to them. And I used mm-hmm. that word to describe one in particular that is called, standby, Mira. Yes. Uh, that's one of the longer tracks for sure. Yes. Maybe the one, longest. Yes. Uh, but it's just so gentle. And and I said hypnotic in my notes, um, you know, the repeating melody. But the the fact that it's in 5-4 five, five, or five, I would assume 5-4, five, 5 whatever, um, it really adds to this rocking feeling because it's kind of a slow five, so it kind mm-hmm. of like brings you back and forth in this irregular kind of rocking motion, which I really loved. Yeah, I, I love asymmetrical meters, fives and sevens for the most part. Um, you know, obviously three, you know, that's been done a lot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I do a lot of, I like to do five and seven because it's it's kind of new and different and interesting and it, and it brings something and brings a feel to it that you don't get in other ways. So yeah, yeah, that was a really beautiful track. of times as I'm listening to something, I, I do, you know, spend time with the soundtrack and make notes when things pop up, not necessarily on every track, but sometimes. And so that's what I started doing with the Starbound music until I quickly re- realized I would probably never get to every track <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> before that's we <laughs> spoke. Um, so I do, I do want to acknowledge that and, and like strongly encourage people who, who really are well more well versed in this soundtrack to feel free to jump in the comments and be like why didn't you ask about X um, because I do have quite a few named tracks but at some point that does come to an end I'm afraid yeah uh, understandably but, <laughs> but I did want to make sure I mention that just um, uh, because I'm sure there's 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 some really great stuff I didn't really get to for instance um, some extra content that sounds kind of synth wavy. Uh, mm-hmm. What was that extra content is called? Um, is that the Bounty Hunter? Yeah, update? the Bounty Hunter stuff. Yeah, that yeah. was like a like a expansion they did to the game, a free expansion. And they were like, we need some more music, and we want it to sound like this. So yeah, that yeah. was really fun. this notion of like there's just like tons of genres in it you know from wild west to synthwave to a lot of orchestral stuff to more 
electronic stuff. So that was one of my favorite things about it. Do you feel more at home in any one of those particular palettes or genres? Yeah, I'd say I, 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 my sort of default home space is, is an orchestral space. Um, so that's, that's kind of where my training is. I have a, um, a bachelor's in music. So that's obviously what they, what they sort of pump into you while you're doing, um, the formal music thing. So, um, that's where I feel really, really at home. that in, in a little bit because I know you've done some concert works too and and I want to get to that but but let's stay with Starbound for for a little bit longer because um, you know a lot of that especially the the bass soundtrack of the game is kind of orchestral isn't it to orchestral mm-hmm. sounding yes um, so tell me about you know kind of making that decision and that's the direction that you wanted to take it in the early moment to the game. Yeah, I mean, actually, early on, we weren't going to do that. We're going to do this really electronic sound. We were going for, you know, because it's a, it's a, it's an indie game. So the art style is, is kind of like, you know, 16-bit, 8-bit kind of style of, of a, mm. of a visual. Um, and so originally we thought, oh, well, we should do electronics. And I actually ended up writing basically the entire score in electronics. And uh, oh, wow. later on, I had a, a, a concert piece that one of the developers heard and they were just like i love this this is great this is so perfect for the game can we get some orchestral tracks in here and i was like sure i mean i love to do orchestral music it's a lot easier for me than electronic music um (laughs) so that's where that and that's why when you look at the soundtrack like on like a streaming service like spotify there's actually two separate albums one of them's called the experimental album and one of them's called the orchestral album the experimental album is basically all the stuff that we did first some more orchestral stuff and uh, once I started doing that it just kind of you know I was like well sit down and it when the music writes itself it's always the nicest the nicest thing so that's what sort of happened there so so yeah so what's your main instrument then uh, piano. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. I I I, uh, I learned piano. I took as much piano as I was required to <laughs> for my various <laughs> educational things. I uh, I'm sure my piano teachers would be uh, somewhat ashamed at how yeah. far my skills have fallen since then. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's that's my main instrument, which is really good for a composer because it's such a yeah. wide wide um, yeah. you know pitch range. 
Um, yeah, and you can you can lay the whole orchestra out on that keyboard. I'm so jealous because yes. I I can yes. play piano, but I'm just absolutely terrible at. It. I mean, I had 14 years of lessons and I can't play the damn thing. So it's yeah, just, I, it's insane. I know where you're coming from. Yeah. I look back at like when I was in college and had to take piano lessons, and I was yeah. like, oh, I was really good. Now I'm not. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, why didn't I? You know, just one of those many things. You're like, oh, why didn't I? And you're like, because I just didn't. It's fine. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what's the the waveform above your head? What does that say? Oh, that's actually, uh, yeah, that was a gift actually from a family member who does like, my dad does like woodworking, like oh, cool. uh, he's retired. That's what, so he keeps himself busy doing woodworking. So he made that for me. It's actually a waveform from, um, uh, some of the work I did on, uh, Halo Infinite. He, oh, uh, cool. yeah, he, okay. uh, he actually like asked for the actual wave file. So I gave him one and he made the, the, the version of it. That's actually from the original trailer that I did for, oh, for that. Nice. So, yeah. 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 We probably won't spend too much time talking about that today, but, uh, but yeah, that was another big project that, yeah, that you've got that's to do another about. big thing. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, well, I know I said we weren't going to do this now, but we might as well. So you, you, piano was your main instrument. Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Biola University. It's out in like uh, California. It's very small. Oh, it's very cool. small. Okay. Um, but yeah, I had a, I had a really good education there and, um, really yeah. good teachers. So. And so, you yeah. studied music. I did. I yeah. got, that's where I got a, okay. a bachelor's in music oh, right. and composition. Yeah. Said, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So. Yeah. I, I briefly thought, oh, I'm gonna go do the master's thing. I'll go get a master's. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to like one semester of it and I was like, you know, I think I could score stuff. I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. At one point, a professor, yeah. yeah, a professor was like, Oh, you should teach this the class next week and show them how to do media stuff. And I'm like, Why am I paying to be <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go actually go make some media music. Yeah. So <laughs> And you have done a lot of media projects, a lot of games yes. and, and stuff. So talk to me about kind of worming your way into that world, as it were. Yeah, I mean, I originally wanted to kind of do like either concert or film, you know, sort of like whichever okay. one I could make work. Um, so I wrote a lot of, you know, concert works, a lot of tried to write, you know, a bunch of film scores um, when I was in college for like short films, you know, get as much networking in there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, college out in, in L.A. So, you know, there's a good good place, you know, to network with people. And, um, you know, that was always really difficult. That's really, really hard to get into both of those. So um, one day I remember I was like playing a video game and I was like feeling guilty, you know, because I was kind of wasting time playing a video game. I should be composing. Right. And I was like, well, why don't I like put these together and see if I can get into games? So I went on the internet and, you know, went to some game dev forums and game dev subreddits and tried to kind of offer value to people, um, offered to do some, some, uh, mods, you know, people who were doing oh, yeah. like, uh, you know, modifications of Skyrim or whatever, mm-hmm. um, to sort of get, get into it. And, uh, yeah, that, that really is what led to Starbound, uh, was they saw something I'd posted on like, I think the game dev subreddit. Oh, um, and they were like, Hey, you want to work on our game? And I was like, yeah, I want to work on your game. Back then it was just like, I didn't know them from anybody else. So I was like, okay, well, yeah. it's a game. I'll do it. I didn't expect it to be this giant thing that it became, but, um, yeah. but yeah. So how many years have you been working on it? 
Um, I would say I I probably did maybe like a year on uh, on the original stuff between the experimental stuff and the orchestral stuff. We did a maybe like a year, year and a half. Um, and then there was this big long break right after the game came out. And then they decided to do the uh, okay. the expanded content. Um, and yeah. I think I did that like in 2018. That was wow. Like a few years ago. I just so. expected you to be like, oh, yeah, I wrote music for like a decade. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the nice thing about working in modern DAWs is you can, yeah. you can put out a lot of music really quickly. It's <laughs> uh, so. very true. Yeah. 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 So I take it you, have, you must have a keyboard sitting in front of you. I do, yeah. It's got yeah. a little one on my desk here that I use yep. to program all my stuff. I use uh, primarily Logic oh, cool, for yeah. my... My Logic stuff, twins. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. So, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'd, I'd love to talk more about some more specific Starbound tracks, if that's okay. I don't know how, yeah, fam- how familiar you are with the names. Did you name them? I did. I okay, did name good. Them all. Perfect. Yeah. I was Beautiful. kind of responsible for just putting all that together. So I usually remember great. them. So, great. Uh, right away, Stellar Formation, you know, it's mm. got great energy, but it, it, it has something that you just don't hear much in games, which is the tempo speeds up slowly, mm. right? It's not yeah. an abrupt change, and it's not even, I mean, it, maybe it's a mathematical equivalent in some way, but it. I just loved how just like it slowly crept to be a little faster rather than mm-hmm. this somehow like formulaic change of tempo or something. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I do think I, when I was working on Starbound, I mean, I was still learning logic really i was still like pretty new to it um okay. and so i do think that tempo change is just like a like a straight line that kind of starts <laughs> at one thing and kind of doesn't really you know i look at it now and i think well i probably should have gone through and you know uh, made it a little <laughs> more organic but yeah i do think it is just a straight line um yeah. from one tempo to another but i was just a. Uh, Again, we were going for long track stuff that could really mm-hmm. you know sit there and kind of develop and and really be behind this huge experience and um that was how i decided well i guess we got to have it sort of change over time i don't want it to like become two different pieces but you know we can speed it up Uh, it was originally kind of meant i think as more of like a thing to do while somebody's building you know that energy of like kind of building things up and making Mm -hmm. your house or factory or whatever it is that you're making yeah um sort of idea Large Magellanic Cloud. Some of these words I had to like be like, how do you yeah. even say that? Like, <laughs> I'm so not the astronomer. Wikipedia was like, was like uh, <laughs> astronomical words. <laughs> Give me a list. <laughs> like that's one of the classes I took in my undergrad um, that I, you know, typical, just I never went and I literally mm. almost failed astronomy. Like how do you fail astronomy until I realized I when I got there that there's like, it's like the mother and father of all math. So it's like there's <laughs> physics, there's chemistry. It's all yeah. the science and all the math. And I'm like, whoa, I should have just picked one 
one of those things. I can but. certainly, certainly sympathize with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but anyway, Large Magellanic Cloud uh, is so beautiful. And um, one of the instruments that pops in and out is glockenspiel. I, I always <laughs> am a sucker for glockenspiel. Uh, so I love that. And, and piano, too, which you bring in, which I really liked uh, the texture of, especially piano with glock or anything else yeah. that's, you know, Celeste or any of those chimey things I, I love. But um, tell me a little bit about you know, making the decision to have some piano in there, in there too. Yeah. I think it's just cause you know, play to your strengths, right? Like I yeah. play piano. So, uh, and, uh, I, I really like much like you, that sort of really exposed sound. I really like it when it's not, you know, giant Rachmaninoff chords. Uh, it's yeah. just like one nice exposed line with just really, really nice tone. Um, so that would be, I would say probably what was driving a lot of the decision-making there. Mm. It's interesting to think about it, right? When you're doing it, you're not like necessarily, it's not always up here. It's always just like, oh, that sounds good. We'll do it. Um, You know, it's very instinctual. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that's probably what drew me to that. And then I always love the big sparkly percussion. I love, I love, uh, you know, Cortales is always so nice to just throw in there with those like beautiful, chimey, metallic sounds. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just adds a nice layer on top of everything. I think it makes everything shimmer. And then um, uh, some choir here and there, and mm-hmm. I mean sample choir, I would imagine, yes. yeah, yeah but yeah, but really nice. Uh, again, just adds to the texture in a really beautiful way. So talk to me yeah. about having the choir pop in and out in some tracks. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, in addition to piano, I will occasionally like sing in choirs. So oh, okay. I, choral music is kind of my other yeah. space where I feel really kind of you know like comfortable and snuggly and like I'm in a warm blanket because <laughs> you know, it's easy for me to to conceive of so mm. um yeah and it is all sampled choir it's all um yeah I don't even remember which library it is uh probably east west um and I remember I think I had just acquired like one of those libraries it was like the children's choir and it was just so inspiring yeah you know, children's choir is always so it's got that unique magic that you mm. don't get anywhere else um right. so there's a lot of that in there There's this track, Nomads, mm-hmm. and, you know, again, something you don't see a lot of in video game music would be a Pasacalia. Yeah. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't pop up often on my list of tracks, and, uh, you know, I mean, that's like Renaissance-era stuff, and right. then Baroque-era, right? Although I think yeah. my favorite is probably Brahms from the Fourth Symphony, but, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, I just, what made you decide to write a Pasacalia? And help us understand it, if, if you would, you know. So it's kind of like a ground-based form, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. like where you have this, like, idea that usually starts low, right? Like, of an, of an idea, and the whole idea is that as you're moving through, that base kind of uh, idea 
is the is sort of the ground base that sort of pulls all together. You're repeating that over and over and doing things on top of it to, mm-hmm. to change it up. Um, it's my favorite actually form. Um, it, you know, when I look at like my non-media work, there's a lot of those in there just because I find it's, it's one of those, it's very intuitive, you know, again, music writing itself sort of ideas. It comes from that because there's always something to do on the roadmap, right? You just look at, okay, the form tells me where I'm going next. And I don't have that moment of paralysis where it's like, (laughs) what happens now? Like you just look at, look at where you are in your, in your variations. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I really like, I really like those. Um, So yeah, that was that one. I mean, honestly, I don't think that one was originally going to be in the game. Like I had sort of written it. It's a, it's a little, I don't, the production on that one sometimes, I don't love it as much as some of the other ones. I remember I thought, oh, well, we'll send it along and if they like it, whatever. And uh, they like put it in the game immediately. And I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> I'll put this on the soundtrack too. So, um, so yeah, um, that's, that's definitely one of my, it, it turned out a lot more popular than I was expecting. I will say that one, that one gets oh, brought up okay. to me a lot. Did you find it? Um, how did you find uh, make putting the soundtrack together? Like you know, figuring out how you're going to present these tracks. What was that experience like? Yeah, that's always really hard, right? Like mm-hmm. um, when I was like a music teacher, I always found it really hard to like program concerts, you know, because it's like oh. what what order do I put these songs mm-hmm. in? Like, goes to show you, I probably should have thought of that when I picked them. But um, <laughs> it's kind of the same idea of like you know, you you want to present variation and sort of growth over time, I guess, is kind of my guiding philosophy of like, I want it to feel like a journey if you were to listen to it from the beginning to the end, right? And so you Mm -hmm. have to actually go somewhere. So not trying to group too many things together that are really samey, I guess, is is what I try to do. And I try to like make it feel like it's really a an evolution rather than just kind of random stuff that's kind of thrown out there. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, this, the, the concert music that you've written music for stage, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you've got a lot of choral stuff up on your, on your mm-hmm. uh, website. So, so yeah, talk to me a little bit more about when you're in that world, um, because of course the music that you're writing for music's sake sounds very different than the starbound music. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to hear you kind of talk about that. Yeah. I think it's more, um, it's driven, it's just driven by other goals, right? Like when mm-hmm. you're writing for media, the media that you're writing to, you know, you servicing that, whatever it is, whether it's a story or a moment or just an experience, that's, your whole driving idea. Whereas when you're sort of doing pure music for its own sake, you have a lot more freedom in that way, which can be really terrifying. Like, you know, this was Stravinsky, the prison of infinite choice, right? Like 
what do I do? And there's an infinite amount of stuff. So I do a lot of choral music. I like that because, you know, usually you're starting with text. So the te- you're it's almost kind of like media composition that you're kind of trying to service the text mm-hmm. with the music and, and kind of bring out those ideas. So, um, so yeah, I would say that's kind of my yeah. driving thing. There's a lot of text in my music. It's always, it's a lot of settings of poems mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So. Well, and then you're kind of... Um... I have a word in my head. It's just not the right word. It's not the word you want to use to describe it these days. But um, you, you're forced by the breath, right? You're, you have to pay attention to breathing if you're writing for yes. voice, which you do with wind instruments as well. But, um, you know, when you're in an orchestra, it's a little different. So, so talk to me a little bit about that, you know, being kind of a prisoner to, to the breath, as it were, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's... but the it's that's again that 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 is actually surprisingly freeing right because it's like my sopranos have been holding this note for two bars well i know they're not gonna they're gonna need a a, at least an eighth note or or whatever right (laughs) to like uh not die on the stage so um you know that that then okay well now i know i need to focus on the other three or Mm -hmm. whatever um i think a lot of that is about writing four lines right? Four separate actual lines. And when you start thinking about the music as just lines of phrases instead of these big, you know, pianistic chords that just kind of move from one to the other, that's very freeing because when you come to that point where somebody needs to breathe, well, that's okay. Somebody else's line can take over for this part. something too on your website I saw a passing reference and I, I think it's more of a I think for me it was a passing reference I think you speak about it more on your website about string quartet because you know when I think about a four-part choir is kind of like a, a yeah four-part string quartet right I mean there's exactly. there's not a lot of wiggle room uh but but yeah talk, talk to me about that amazing genre. yeah string quartet I think is it's it's so conversational. That's yeah. a dialogue between all four of them. And again, that seems like it's going to be limiting because you only have four instruments, but it's surprisingly freeing because it gives you that constraint that sort of forces you to be creative yeah. inside the constraint instead of just kind of this giant. I mean, I, I, I I very rarely get paralyzed, but when I do, it's always because there's, you know, it's like I'm trying to write something for, you know, a Mahler-sized orchestra. (laughs) And it's like, well, what comes next? Well, is it going to be this or this or this or this? Do I have enough horns in here? Probably not. Do I have enough harps? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly, right? Like, there's two harps. I should probably use these. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, again, string quartet, I just love how it's just so, Mm -hmm. it's such a dialogue and it just feels like it's a bunch of people who are really excited to talk to each other and um, once it gets rolling that makes it very not just fun to listen to but fun to write yeah yeah Uh, so back to uh, Starbound Um, 
the 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 boss battles are really interesting, right? In Starbound, because uh, first of all, from what I believe we've been saying, you don't even have to encounter a boss if you don't ever want to, right? Correct. So, but for those who do and get really into the lore, and you know, these bosses are very conversational and have, of course, multiple stages to them, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's a track called The Deep that I'm going to assume is a boss theme. I don't know for sure, but I just... Yeah, that one's kind of a weird track. (laughs) Tell me about it, because it's got all these string slides in it. It just seemed very personal and unique, you know? Yeah, we wanted to have these, like, race themes, because there's, like, five or six... Six? It's five, I think, races in the game. There's, like, humans, and there's the apes, and there's the fish people, and there's this weird cowboy star people. (laughs) And I was, I wanted a, I wanted like a track, a theme for each one, right? A human theme, an ape theme, uh, oh, plants, plants, plant theme. Um, And I got to these like fish people, right? And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Um, (laughs) But they're kind of inspired by kind of Asian culture. Um, They definitely like, they kind of, like their underwater cities kind of look like, you know, like, like a cyberpunk Tokyo kind of kind of feel so nice. i was like well let's instead of pulling from like the like electronic side of that let's pull from something that sounds a little more traditional that's you know based on like pentatonics right that's always mm-hmm. you know the film composer it needs to sound uh you know as if it's from the east what do you do oh you do pentatonics right yeah, so yeah. that's what that is um and it was originally gonna be that and then um, actually, no, I do think that did end up being their theme. There was another one. There's uh, the Eternal Tide was originally going to be their race theme. Oh, okay. Um, and then we decided, well, that doesn't really fit them. That could be for the humans or that could be for the, you know, plants. It doesn't really, it's not unique to them. So that's what caused us to sort of get that really slidey kind of mimicking, you know, uh, one of the, uh, the instruments. I can't remember what they're called. The plucked one that you lay on your lap that has all those gorgeous slides that they do but with a string orchestra so that it matched everything else so there's like there's like metals and gongs that are kind of again inspired by kind of like like a like an eastern feel i guess so How about Drosera? Tell me about that one. There's some bass clarinet in there, I feel, that yep. I just loved. Yeah. Yeah, that one's for the plant people, right? Oh, okay, and, cool. Uh, I decided <laughs> Is that what I didn't Drosera wanna... means? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a, it's a carnivorous <laughs> plant, I think. It's like a oh, family. Okay. It's like the family okay. of plants that are all the carniv, like all the oh, Venus flytraps yeah, yeah. are in or whatever. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's for them. And it's I didn't want it to be like strongly melodic. I want it to be more textural, you know, because mm-hmm. plants are kind of, mm-hmm. they're not, they're, they're plants. They're just yeah. sort of there, right? Like, yeah. and they're beautiful. Um, yeah. But also it had to be kind of menacing because they're, you know, the 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 uh, plant race in Starbound is carnivorous and they're, they're kind of tribal and they're very aggressive. So I wanted it to kind of feel kind of aggressive and menacing, but still planty, I guess. And that's kind of where that <laughs> bass clarinet was like an idea. I just feel so, it's so round and like a big tree. Thank you. 
And then how about Blue Straggler? That's another one with just a lot of motion and energy mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed. And I love like the bridge section or if you would call mm-hmm. it that. And um, probably not the bridge, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I just I, really, I understand. It functions kind of that way. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that one is that the one that has like a lot of marimba. It's like a lot of marimba stuff happening. In it. Bum, 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 yes. Bum. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. that was kind of the idea was to keep br- breathe some energy into the okay. soundtrack. At the time we wrote that, there was a lot of these like languid, long, yeah. you know, really, really sort of minimalist stuff. So I wanted something mm-hmm. that had more energy. Yeah, um, and then tonally, I thought that the marimba would mix with the orchestra and not you know be yep. totally stick out, but then kind of be a featured instrument for that one. So. Yeah. theme for me lately in in talking to composers uh where the music is very like major (laughs) yes you know there's just it's it's very consonant and it's not heavy and dark and I don't know if that's how I'm just choosing to interview people (laughs) that way or or what's I don't know what's up with that but um but you know because it's just common to come across I think heavy or it can be find heavy video game scores. So anyway, I'd, I'd like to know about that too. You know, once you had the sound, like how did you settle on, on such consonant beauty? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a lot of it is just to do something like you said, that's a little different, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I've always written very, I would say pretty bright stuff. I am not afraid to write in major. I like a nice major key again, very con, like you said, very consonant, not, not, you know, it's not 12 tone, you know, music yeah. scores or anything. And, and I think that that gives, that's when they tell you as you're coming up as a composer, especially for media, they say, you know, you, you don't want to be the next, you know, whatever, you know, John Williams, right? Like you need to be you, you have to speak in your own voice. You have to bring something because they'll just hire, if they want Hans Zimmer, they'll just hire Hans Zimmer, right? Yeah. Like that. So you need to be able to develop something that's your own. And that's kind of, I think one of the pillars of what I feel like is my, ownness is yeah. is writing in that more simple often very pan diatonic major mm-hmm. major stuff so i think a lot of that just kind of comes out from that's how i write normally sure um and uh but yeah i do think it stands out that way because there is so much just brooding heavy you know, trailer Tycho's smashing (laughs) at your face, which is great. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that by no means. Yeah. There's just a lot of it. And so this is one of my ways that I've kind of seized on is here's how I can be me. So if you want me, here's how you get it.
Yeah, trailer music, I have a funny story about that because I've interviewed people who pretty much strictly write trailer music. And I mean, it's right. a very specific, very time hitting posts every two seconds. And I mean, it's Absolutely. A, it's, its own thing, right? And, yes. um, and it's, it's great. But I just, <laughs> I just watched the trailer to um, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I don't know if you've okay. seen this, that he did. I haven't. He's done a stop motion Pinocchio. It took him 20 okay. years or something like that. It sounds awesome. It's amazing, and it looks beautiful when you find out that, yes, this actually is stop motion. You're just like, wow, the world can end now. Stop motion has reached perfection, you know? Um, but the trailer itself is just, it's so, <laughs> it's literally like the inner world kind of music for yeah. that trailer. And I'm just like, this I, this doesn't work for me. So we were laughing that's, about it, and I'm like. That's happening I'm sh- everywhere now. Yeah. And those, like, those, those, those <laughs> ultra-processed drums that i mean it's great like if it's, yeah. if you're like writing a score for transformers that's awesome exactly like if, yeah if it's a like, simple beautiful little tale maybe, maybe I know. something a little smaller yeah. i think okay. that's why the the piano the one single piano note got so popular because it was different yeah. right for like <laughs> like what's the opposite of the of the smashing drums yeah just you know, one so. piano note yeah, yeah. No, that's amazing <laughs> oh i just I, I said after i watched it with my friend who actually does this podcast with me i i was like um well, let's hope the soundtrack doesn't sound like that, <laughs> which it won't. I mean, it just, oh, no, that's not how it be, works, right? It'll, it'll be, be a something. tiny little string yeah. section or something. It'll be, it'll be beautiful. It'll be lovely. But. Watch me eat my words, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched it yet, but, um, but yeah. If it's 16 Chimbasi, we'll, yeah. we're in trouble. So. <laughs> <laughs> An entire... Uh, Tycho Orchestra yeah, and yeah. seven timpani players. Yeah. yeah. No. So funny. For Pinocchio. <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. No, it's amazing. But uh, uh, yeah, I'll let you know what I think after. I, I don't know when I'm going to watch it though. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it's Guillermo. Yeah. So you know it's not going to be like. Oh, it'll be fantastic. Uh, of course it'll be fantastic. But are you yeah. going to feel good about yourself after? <laughs> I think you will. I think you will. I have faith. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But yeah, at the very least, watch the and the trail. There are many trailers, right? They've released, but Mm -hmm. I watched the very first, like the reveal trailer, is what I wanted to see. So that's what I. I I gotta go see this. I'm gonna go watch it. I love it. Yeah, you have to watch it. I love it. But and now, of course, now I feel like I do need to watch all the other trailers to see if they all maintain that kind of style of music in them or not. But anyway, yeah, that made me think of that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So. Uh, you know, we, I I can't remember if we were on tape or not. Well, we must have been because I asked you about the waveform that's above your head in the woodworking yes. of your father. But um, but yeah, t- we can talk briefly about that. I have not listened to I sp- I I loved that soundtrack uh, of, of all of Halo Infinite. Um, but it's been a while since I listened yeah. to it. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll talk again in the future, and I will at that time ask you more intelligent questions about the work you did on Halo Infinite. But I'd love to know yeah. just a little bit about you know getting involved in that project and and what it was like. Yeah, I mean they they uh, they contacted me. Um, nice. Actually, there were some Starbound tracks that they were like, "Hey, we liked this and this and this. We thought it oh, sounded perfect. good for Halo." So actually, that kind of you know led one thing to the other. So nice. 
yeah, it was a it was a crazy crazy thing to get an email. Hi, I'm from Three Four Three Industries. I'm like that Three Four Three Industries, or yeah. are we? And then uh, of course, at first, I was like, oh, they're obviously doing a mobile game, and that's why they're contacting <laughs> you because it's going to be a tiny like phone, which game would or still something. be that, amazing, which would be awesome. Yes, right, like right. That's a credit. I'll, I'd throw that yeah. credit at the top of my resume. Yeah, and then they're like, no, it's the next Halo, and uh, yeah, that that was a that was a fun experience. It was uh, quite overwhelming, but mm-hmm. uh, but it was good. So. Yeah. Now, how how much um, interaction did you have with the other composers, or were you all kind of just given your tasks and and went about them in your own creative ways? I mean, on a project that huge, you yeah. know, there's going to be some silo isolationing that's going to sure. happen. But yep. um, we definitely got to uh, talk to each other. Um, you know, when we would go to like a conference where they were, you know, showing the trailer, we would all, you know, or at least oh, me nice. and me and Gareth Coker would meet up. Mm-hmm. I Joel Corlitz didn't get added on until was sort of a post-COVID add-on. So I actually haven't had a chance to meet him, which is oh, he's really sad because yeah. he writes such wonderful stuff. He sure um, does, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so we would talk and, you know, whenever they needed something, they would, they weren't shy about saying, Hey, Gareth wrote this really cool thing for this one character. Mm-hmm. Here's the file. Here's his demo. Can you do something, you know, with this theme or sure. whatever? So yeah, we had some interaction, but I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, there was a lot of like, yeah, look, man, we just need an exploration theme. Just get <laughs> yeah. it to us as soon as you can, you know, cause yeah. it's a, it's a huge Right, huge scale. So, what did you think about the experience compared to working on a Starbound? I mean, there's pluses and minuses, right? Sure, um, yeah. I I really enjoyed. I think the pluses definitely way outweighed the minuses. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's just totally different. Um, you're you're much more like a cog, right, in a big mm-hmm. giant machine than you are. I mean, you're definitely. I don't want to say that sounds. I'm sorry, that sounds. You are collaborating with a lot of other yeah. people. I know. Um, I think we understand the intent there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like on Starbound, it's like it's just me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. you know, give us give us waveforms, right? Like send us <laughs> wave files. We'll throw them in the game. Whereas mm-hmm. on this one, it was like you know, okay, here's your draft. Okay, I like it. Let me pass it up to the next level. Okay, narrative is signed off on it. Okay, you know the audio director is signed off on it. Okay, now you know in the case of a trailer, it's like okay, now it's got to go to Microsoft executives, and then they've got to you know they'll ask for changes. Yeah. Um, which is also really cool. It's fun to like go mm-hmm. back and you know it's like a puzzle you put together trying to make yeah. sure that you keep all the stuff everyone liked before while you're making. I mean, we did routinely 30 drafts of something so it's you get which can be a little you know exhausting at times but I really do think at the end it was worth it because I would always get to the end and be like yeah that is way better than what I started with or even what was like 15 drafts ago that's way better so yeah yeah. that's awesome now with Starbound uh you know how much were you needing to pay attention to interactivity per se because as it kind of an ex- exploration game it seems like yeah not a lot yeah not a yeah. lot yeah we were like i said we decided to do just playlists so it was just going to play yeah. in the back so oh, yeah, the most dynamic back. that the music would get would be like oh we're in a boss we'll play this track yeah yeah so cool. and then there's like stuff for biomes right like forest versus mm-hmm. arctic versus whatever yeah so. yeah and you know you had mentioned that you know way back way back in the day whenever that was when you were playing the game and the light bulb went off and you thought what if i try to do this you know obviously you're a gamer do you remember what game that was i think it was probably halo uh, oh. <laughs> that's what i would have been playing at the time so <laughs> hilariously yeah it's okay. probably halo 3 <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> And I know you have a family, but uh, and you work. But do you game yes. much nowadays? 
Oh yeah, I, I still try yeah. to get it in when I can. So yeah, what are you, you know, playing? when you're in between projects, uh, I play a lot of different games. Play yeah. some Destiny. I play some. Oh uh, nice, yeah. Which is fantastic music. Just yeah, consistently amazing mm-hmm. music. Um, Have you gotten in on this uh, new season yet? The new season uh, just started I a week had ago. A ton of chance, yeah, yeah, to, get, yeah. to drop into okay. that one yet, just because, yeah. yeah. I have some, I have friends who play it, so we always play together. So yep, it's just, love that. I'm waiting for the night where they're like, "Hey guys, let's all get on." Yeah, yeah. Which, I, and then I'll get to it. But yeah, I play that. I play um, a lot of open world games. I play like Horizon Zero Dawn, which oh, again, yeah. fantastic mm-hmm. music. Um, yep, yep, great game too. Uh, stuff great like story. that. So, yeah. so yeah, I, I I actually play quite a bit uh, of games. I play a lot of the game like. One of the other games I did was a little indie, little tiny indie project called Airships. I actually really like that game. Okay. Uh, and I will often just play that game just because I, you know, I'll turn off the music so that I don't, <laughs> so I don't have to listen to myself. Uh, but but I love the actual gameplay. It's really fun. So. Oh, tell us about it. Tell, tell us more about it. Yeah, it's like a... It's uh, like you you design like your own like little it's a little it's two D you know it's yeah. like just me and the other one other guy like it's literally a two person oh, team. Oh, nice. And, love uh, that. And, um, yeah, you build like little airships and they go in and they fight and, you know, depending on how well you have designed your airships, you will do well or poorly. Okay. Um, and oh, they have cool. like a big okay. conquest mode where, you know, you, you're like a country and you send your little airships, you know, mm-hmm. to try to conquer all the other countries and stuff. Uh, okay. it's, it's a fun game. I really enjoy it. That one's really fun. Cause it's, uh, it's like steampunk. So I got to do all this kind of oh, wild and that. crazy Danny Elfman-y kind of style music, which is, nice. which I really like. So nice. And um, are other members of your family musical, uh, uh, you know, of your ancestors? Really. Yeah, no, not really. Uh, oh, okay. I'm actually adopted, so if it's genetic, oh, okay. that might be why. But yeah, okay. my, my dad does, like, computer science. My mom does did, like, biology for a living. Um, oh, wow. Okay. My wife's a nurse. Uh, okay. Yeah. Very hard science people. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's just kind of how it turned out. I'm really oh, the only, cool. I'm the weird one. say about starbound or you know really anything i I mean love that i'm still getting requests for interviews about it it's like amazing like i the like every time i like look at my spotify plays i'm just always so thankful that like there's still people out there like listening to it Mm. and like playing the game and yep i just like the the community that like formed around that game is incredible and i i always want to take the chance to just be just say thank you to all of them because I mean, that's why we were successful. That's why we were able to keep going. So, mm-hmm. and that's why I get to be on other projects. So, yeah, I mean, literally. So thank you to all of them. That's, I think, my biggest thing. So, And where do people find it? And can people buy the music somewhere? Can people buy the soundtrack? Yes. Yeah, it's on all major stores. Um, I do, I do the, uh, I actually manage the soundtrack. Like I, I'm the one who like puts it up and cool. it all, it's part of my deal with Chucklefish is <clears throat> I do, I get all you know, mm-hmm. royalties from it. So it's, I've put it up on pretty much every platform that I okay. possibly can. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much everywhere. Um, obviously it's on all streaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the game is just on, on steam, I think is yeah. the best place to get it. 
always try to encourage people to buy it if you can. You know, I mean, yeah, obviously absolutely. we can all stream it, but you can also buy it and support the the art and the. If people. you want to put a track on and stream it for like ten hours, I will not stop you. You know, that helps me. <laughs> yeah, do it a lot. <laughs> I actually make um, you know a vast majority of my royalties are from streaming. So oh wow, I, I do I do appreciate that. So okay, yeah, well, uh, I do appreciate yeah. people do that too. But yeah. if you want to buy it, yep, I will not stop you. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Curtis, anything else you want to add before we go? I'd love to have you back on someday. I just know you've say, got a yeah. lot of music up. so Yeah, just to say thanks. This has been really fun. And yeah, uh, yeah I'd love to talk again. All right. So. Great. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Level with Emily. You can learn more about Curtis Schweitzer and Starbound, see a playlist, and support Level with Emily at patreon.com slash level. Check out the video of my chat with Curtis on the Level with Emily YouTube channel. Please subscribe to that YouTube channel so you get all of our new videos of interviews and such. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. Yeah, hi. So... You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level with Emily and learn more about us at levelwithemily.com. That's made possible by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services. Composer Brad Gentle manages our YouTube channel. Level with Emily Reese is a production of June Media Inc. Here at Level with Emily, we're part of the Audio Podcast Alliance. It features a hand-picked selection of the very best podcasts about sound. You can hear the latest episodes from our friends in the community at audiopodcast.org.